Yo, welcome everyone. Welcome to a brand new podcast series. You know, we call it the Football Unplugged. And uh, we gave you the Eurotalk podcast and you loved it. And we said, why not? Let's do something new. And now we are back with the Football Unplugged podcast with me, your host, the Pulala Master, and our resident analyst, you know, the man himself. Deno Jagol Monyeo, welcome once again to Kwapa. We are here to give you each and everything, you know. And we say, come on, itamu lamba. Remember to like and share uh, more football stories coming up. And we are here to, to give you our opinions. And we would also like your feedback. Karibuni wa Kenya. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, Jagol, man. Yeah. The biggest news, you know, in the world right now is Messi. Yeah. Man like Lionel Messi joining the money bags yeah. PSG yeah did you see this move coming bro uh yes i expected once i had uh, barcelona will not uh, be able to register messi mm. um i think any football supporter anywhere in the world only a few teams uh, come into mind uh, the money bags paris saint germain man city uh, man city Chelsea, obviously those are the teams that have got the most money. Mm. And maybe you could throw in Real Madrid, but we do know that uh, the move was unthinkable. Having played for Barcelona, yeah, yeah. would have been uh, impossible to go and play for Madrid. And uh, what a move, most expensive free transfer. Man, and I, <laughs> I hear the man them has pocketed 25 million. Signing you know, on fee, man. In sign on, in sign on fees, man. man that, that's unreal. And... Um, uh, 35 million uh, euros net mm. in salary. Yeah, man. Uh, that's unreal. I, I saw that it's uh, almost a million a week in wages or something <laughs> when you include the bonuses and such. And uh, people like to look at that side, but we should also look at the commercial side that uh, Messi yeah, yeah. brings into a club. You're hearing Barcelona may lose up to 30% of their revenue. Of their revenue. So, uh-huh. and um, if you saw the strides that PSG has made already, the followers on the social media pages, um, the, the sales, the sales on T-shirts. Yeah, true, and uh, also most of these companies, he'll have a rip, a big ripple effect mm. on uh, PSG's commercial effect. Now you you're looking at uh, they had a big one in Neymar, mm. a big one in Mbappe. They now have Donnarumma, an Italian. They have Sergio Ramos, who's Spanish. They have Gino Wijnaldum, who's Dutch. Dutch. They have Hakimi, who's Moroccan. And uh, they now have Lionel Messi, so who's uh, now uh, a global brand. So uh, most of these brands, mm. you'll see them competing to 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 be to associated, yeah, yeah, with with, with Paris Saint Germain. So yeah. uh, good move both on and off the pitch yeah. for Paris Saint Germain. And uh, what does Messi? Okay, we all know that Messi is a great player. Yeah, and uh, his quality. Cannot be questioned. Yeah, true, true, true. So, do you feel like this is the time PSG win the Champions League? Yeah, of course, because um, uh, they have no choice. Mm. I mean, um, they've improved uh, in the past seasons with regards to how they're faring in Europe. Uh, they were in the final, got uh, beaten by Bayern Munich, and they should have won that final. They were by far the better team. Uh, they were beaten by by Manchester City last season in the semi-final. So they now have Messi. Uh, I think the biggest undoing of PSG has been um, how you now gel these individual qualities to now come out with a team rather than individuals, individual players like Messi, Maquinos, uh, Mbappe, Neymar, Verratti. They, they now have 
on paper i don't think there's a better club than than psg right now and even before they had messi on paper they still had one of the best teams in the world now it's up to um man like uh, mauricio pochettino to now put these pieces together and uh, give they hope that uh, their messiah will mm-hmm. unlock europe and uh, let's talk about barcelona man yeah do you think it was the undoing of Barca, you know, with all their finances? Yeah. Do, do you think the Barcelona board is to is to blame for this? Yeah, thing? yeah, they are to blame, and uh, uh, it's it's a big reason why they uh, their previous president didn't win the election. Yeah, yeah. Because I think uh, they've mishandled their finances. If you look at, um, one could have uh, mistaken that Barcelona were were um, how do you call it? Were laundering money <laughs> because if you look at some signings. They signed Dembele for over 100 million pounds. Mm. They signed Coutinho for over 100 million pounds. Mm. They signed Griezmann for over 100 million pounds. All these three signings are within one year. And they uh, signed Yannick, uh, you know, a, 60 million. A 30 plus yeah, year old. Yeah, uh, 30 plus year old. Mm. I think they made good good business with the uh, selling um uh, what was that midfield Arthur yeah, yeah. Uh, they made good business, but you sell him for 70, 70 million, and then you, then sign, you sign 60, 60 million, <laughs> an older player. So uh, uh, at times, uh, some of the businesses mm. in previous times that Barcelona have done, uh, beggars belief, you uh, you can't understand. And uh, if rumors, we've had the rumors that uh, they could be, uh, they are set for a windfall of about 473 million yeah, in losses. So and uh, it's no wonder they were so up for the European Super League. So <laughs> <laughs> let's let's wait and see if they'll uh, they'll come out of this. But uh, they've got some exciting young players. Personally, I think uh, for the long time it's better mm. that uh, they'll now be able they'll to, now focus to rebuild, man. Uh, to rebuild and uh. concentrate more on a team mm. rather than individuals. But in the short term, I think uh, they'll be affected. You see, uh, Messi was just much more than a player the influence the calmness it brings in the team so um they'll suffer in the short term but long term i think they'll be uh they'll thrive and uh they are one of their new signings uh sergio kunaguero is is injured for 10 weeks so it's an undoing but uh, the likes of fatty now have to step up and uh it's it's a great tragedy in football that everyone the you, you see when Barca lose it will the question of Messi will always come in, and uh, these young players, the likes of uh, Pedri and who you will always be compared to previous football successes like uh, Xavi, Iniesta, Lionel Messi. So I uh, will wait and see, but I think uh, Barcelona will have a hard time this season. All right, man. Away from Paris, you know we go to the city of Manchester. You know, let's talk about man like Jack Grealish. Yeah. You know, moving from Aston Villa to yeah. Man City. And uh, during his unveiling, he said that uh, he cried like Messi did, you know, yeah. when he was leaving Barcelona, which you understand because this man then joined Aston Villa when he was six, yeah. you know, to become the star he is now. But I'd, I'd really like to know, you know, do Man City really need Jack Grealish? Well, uh, it depends on uh, if we had to go by how they were playing uh, for the majority part of last season, mm. they didn't use a striker. They used uh, at times Kevin De Bruyne or at times Bernardo Silva as uh, a false nine. 
So um, we don't know. Uh, it was rumored that they'll still sign Grealish, then perhaps sign a proper number nine in Hurricane. Yeah. So we are waiting to see if that move uh, materializes. And uh, credit to Tottenham because uh, Daniel Levy is an astute businessman, and he'll try and get uh, every single cent. Yeah, he'll try and get every <laughs> single cent uh, from the sale of of Hurricane. Yeah. Um. Well, that move. Um. You see, I look at it in two ways. Mm. One is a is a is Grealish an improvement on what Manchester City currently have. Of course, yeah. I think uh, uh, towards the latter stages of last season, Phil Foden has been playing there. Mm. So I think they'll move Phil Foden to uh, probably more centrally or to the other flank where they'll compete with the Riyad Mahrez because. Uh, there are players who Guardiola has confirmed are living with Bernardo Silva being one of them. Mm. There were rumors about uh, Gabriel Jesus. I think the other, he said two or three. Mm. So my thinking is the other two or three, um, Emeric Laporte, uh, Joao Cancelo, and uh, Gabriel Jesus. So we have, I don't think all of them will leave, uh, will leave this summer. But uh, it's, a, it's a good signing when uh, the move now comes into question. That's a br- uh, record British transfer. Mm. So 100 million pounds for Jack Grealish. But you know English <laughs> players English players have, have always been overpriced. Yeah, true. They call it the English tax. <laughs> 100 still it's still too much because ah. uh, I'm trying to look at it. Um I think there there's still uh, there's still a number of players that you could in the same position you could buy for the same amount of money mm. and not spend. Uh, he's a is a quality player, don't get me wrong. Is um, he just needs uh, the right kind of training and right kind of coach to take to take him to the next level. But he's a consistent player, mm. great player, and uh, a world class player in the making. So maybe City will transform Grealish so that maybe his numbers, his output in the final third will improve greatly in terms of goals and assists. Well, whereas Grealish is a good player, not a hundred million pound player for me but um if they sign the same they signed sancho uh, maybe we'll get to that but if you see the amount of uh, money being poured on players so maybe why not it's modern football mm. all about money yeah anyway you, you've just um you've touched on sancho so we go to the red side of manchester yeah. and you know yeah. the red devils are yapping right now man yeah yeah man they're really yapping right now their fans because uh, they feel like this is finally their year to to bring it home. Yeah, they've signed a man like Jadon Sancho. You know, they've followed him for like two plus years. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know why the transfer took that long. Yet nobody was even competing with them for that transfer. Yeah, and uh, they've also got man like Rafael Varane, a very experienced you know defender. Yeah, sure. And I believe Varane, even though I've been asking myself, you know, Varane and Maguire at the center, does it improve Manchester? Of course, yeah. uh, Varane. Um... All other factors constant. If Varane, the past couple of seasons he's been having uh, some injury issues, so I hope he'll get past that. But Varane definitely improves mm. any defense in world football. I mean, just look at Varane. He's mm. 28 years old. Mm. He's, he's won, won the World Cup. He's won everything. He's won the Champions League four times. He's won numerous. So he's a 28 year old mm. who's coming with the experience. Um, that someone like Sergio Ramos will give Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. And uh, Varane, I think, still has the legs. And uh, definitely, he'll, he'll definitely improve that, uh, that back line. So, um, 
the the question is always whether these guys can gel but i think it was a good signing varan doesn't come with the pressure of uh, i need to win yeah i need to win his experience is cool he's he's played for the best club um in the world mm. he's played for the best international side in recent times in the world so he definitely will improve uh, will improve the manchester united defense and especially guys like one bisaka and the likes these young players he he brings a lot of experience to that manchester united so a good signing for me and i think uh, with the amount of money united got for him mm. could if, yeah if he does perform mm. will be one of the bargains of the season so good money yeah uh with sancho we know maybe it was a uh, some um, uh, differences in valuation mm. dortmund valued him for 120 million pounds and uh, right now the united got him for i think was it around 73 million pounds mm. uh, uh still huge money uh, for someone of sancho's age but uh, uh if united have followed him it, it seems that uh, oleguna solsja rates him so highly yeah yeah so uh, maybe no wonder that he has been following him for all those yeah, years yeah for all long and mm. they have been willing to pay that that kind of money mm. for jedon sancho who dortmund i think in the was it three or four seasons ago signed him for 8 million Man. and we all know <laughs> dortmund um, they always have they their business side of of football they always do it greatly so good signings in sancho uh, they lacked for in that uh, right side of midfield and uh, in central defense it was always an issue of well we all know how the english uh, they don't like to blame their players yeah. so uh, most of the fault always felt on always fell on uh, lindlof lindlof yeah because uh, with one bisaka uh. it's a mixed feeling because uh. one bisaka as much as is a good defensive player he always um, loses the ball so much with the tackling you, you know one bisaka's a game how he likes to tackle players yeah. sliding tackles and the like mm. you lose a ball goes for a corner maybe a team scores out of a corner lose for a ball goes for a throw in it's it's like essentially you're tackling the ball mm. and giving it to the to the opposing player but um because that the core of the united defense maguire lukshaw and wanbisaka are english mm. so uh, more often than not it always fell to lindelof or the guys the guy in front of him Fred or Pogba that's where the blame has always lied so uh let's wait and see now uh, if they do concede mm. who the blame will fall on but good signings and i felt that uh, in my personal opinion united uh, needed a tw- let's say 20 plus goal striker yeah yeah but there's there's still a good side there's still a there's still side. a good side a quality side and they finished second uh yeah. uh I think was it Mikel Arteta Mikel Arteta said that at the end of the season uh, at the end of the season mm. uh, the table does not lie after 38 games <laughs> yeah so united were the best yeah true were the second best side in the league yeah so away from manchester we come to london yeah and uh, we go to the blue side of london you know yeah, chelsea yeah. you know finally the return <laughs> of the man himself and you i know, know you're happy that transfer <laughs> <laughs> you know, Yeah. This is the best news I've had this year man. Yeah. This uh week. Hmm? You know man like Romelu Lukaku finally yeah. returning home. And uh as a Chelsea fan man, I'm really I'm really really happy. I'm very proud of the board for you know making this move happen because our first choice was Haaland. Yeah. But you know with the uh, Dortmund playing hardballs and all that, 
they had to go for our second option was Lukaku. Yeah. And uh, the fact that Lukaku was our second option doesn't mean that you know we don't rank him as fans. We don't rank him highly. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a top top player. He's proved himself in all these to- in the top leagues. It did work for him at Chelsea in his first season. He went to West Brom, Everton, Man United, and now Inter Milan, and he's done wonders. Yeah, true. These are twenty plus striker, a twenty goals plus striker. Yeah, you know, in, in a season, and uh, that's something we lacked last season as uh, as Chelsea fans. You know, we just didn't have someone who could finish the ball, man, in the final third. Yeah, and uh, we hope now with man like Lukaku in the bag, people like Wana will now finally start to perform. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I'm really happy about this transfer. We, we don't need to say a lot about that. So let's go to Arsenal, <laughs> your club. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I wanted to say something about Lukaku. Yeah, yeah. I think he's so underrated in the football world. Yeah, and Lukaku, Lukaku yeah. is not only a goal machine. If you see his numbers, they, it's unbelievable. Mm. At, at 28, how many goals he scored. And the assist, bro. Yeah, and with the power, the hold-up play, and how he improves the guys around him. Mm. So... Lukaku will definitely be a great addition and um, with the Lukaku transfer mm. it uh, it just shows you how football is nowadays you see Inter Milan are saying they won't they, won't they sell. can't sell <laughs> and Lukaku said he's happy in yeah, Milan yeah. and uh, then the money see, came yeah the money came and they they first rejected uh, was it 100 million euros plus Alonso yeah, yeah. and uh, eventually they took 100 yeah they they took 115 million euros without Alonso so but but bro you know in Swahili, we say pesa sabunia roll. You saw Messi the other day at Camp Nou was crying. Yeah. And then uh, when he's finally unveiled at PSG, the man yeah, is... The guy is, saw a check of yeah. 25 million euros <laughs> and he had to smile. Ah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the so, end of the uh, day, money matters, bro. Yeah, great great move from the blue side of London. And if you if you have watched Chelsea in preseason... Mm. They look so comfortable, and even without some of the players who played in the latter stages of the Euro yeah. coming in, Chelsea have looked so good, so dangerous on the break, so compact without the ball, and um, probably Lukaku and uh, maybe eventually Jules Kounde yeah, will be the the missing pieces of the jigsaw. So, so I expect Chelsea to challenge uh, for the Premier League title. All right, bro. So let, let's talk about your Arsenal, man. Yeah. You guys have made some signings, yeah. Yeah? but your fans are still not happy. What's up? What's happening, man? Yeah, we, we, the reason why Arsenal fans are not happy is, uh, I think, even before the transfer window opened and uh, towards the end of last season, we heard that uh, there'll be a major overhaul and that uh, the Kronkers were finally going to spend the cash mm. and i think the window started on a positive whereas every, everyone questioned uh, why we spent uh, 50 million pounds on ben white yeah. and we all know the reasons why so i don't need to go to the reason is english yeah. and everything but um, i've been impressed with the signings we've made the problem is we haven't addressed where we had the issues and that was in a creative midfielder mm. and a good central midfielder. Mm. We bid in for Locatelli, and uh, you see, with Arsenal, and what's what's always frustrating is how long it takes for us to Complete to get a, a player. Yeah. Mm. Like um, Chelsea, we had they wanted Lukaku last week. They mm. bid was rejected. They went in against strong that they were willing to complete that deal, and they eventually Chelsea have their man. So with Arsenal, especially, it was promising. Um, 
that we went in for Emiliano Buendia. Mm. We, it, it's even embarrassing that we, we <laughs> couldn't Villa outbid you, bro. Aston Villa. And we are hearing all because I don't know of a sell-on clause. Yet we've included a sell-on clause on uh, Albert Lokonga mm. and Ben White. We've included sell-on clause. So we were wondering why the Buendia deal didn't go. And uh, Buendia will be an unbelievable player for Aston Villa. Mm. So um, with Arsenal, that's the issue. We, I don't know why we don't want to spend money on maybe James Madison, maybe on Martin Odegaard. So that's the issue because even last season, we had the third best defense in the league. Mm. But if you see all the three signings we've made are um, from the number six position going backwards. So I don't know where we are strengthening where we were strong mm. and neglecting the weak points of our attack. Maybe uh, I think it's a worrisome season ahead and... Um, Whereas I'm a big fan of Ateta, if they do not back the manager, mm. well, uh, we might also have uh, Ateta facing the sack towards the, the the latter stages of the season. And I think it will be... He, I'm always a big fan of spending early in the transfer window. Mm. Get your signings done, let them gel with the team in pre-season, play three, four, five, six matches so that they are ready for the season. So the season is... We are the ones kicking off the Premier League season on Friday. Uh, we only have from the signings we made, mm. we've only improved. Uh, uh, we've only made one guaranteed first team signing, and that's Ben White. Because no. Lokunga came in as a backup, he's young. We we don't expect much from him. Nuno Tavares from Benfica, good young player, comes in as a backup for Kieran Tierney. Mm. On the other end, it's the same old. And um, with Arsenal, I'm a fan of Arsenal. It's the hope that kills. <laughs> And uh, I think that that's 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 what uh, I think the Arsenal board and those are the hierarchy mm. and the owners play with uh, yeah. the Arsenal fans season in season out. So I expect it to be. It, I'm always perturbed. I think City won uh, the league. They've spent a hundred million pounds on Jack Grealish. Chelsea won the Champions League. They've spent ninety-eight million pounds on on uh, Lukaku. Lukaku. Uh, Manchester United have spent 73 million on Sancho and uh, 40 something million on on Varane. Mm. Uh, Tottenham, even Tottenham, yeah, who well. finished higher than us, mm. they've spent on Paluigi Golini, they've spent on Brian Hill, they've spent on Christian Romero. Even Leicester, as much as Leicester didn't need to sign that much, they've strengthened areas that, and Leicester have an unbelievable side. They have good quality players in from the goalkeeper to other parts of the pitch. They've spent um, good money. Even Aston Villa, who finished, I don't know, was it in 11th or 10th? Mm. They've spent on on uh, 30 yeah. million pounds on Leon Bailey, Leon Bailey, Danny Ings, Emiliano Buendia. Yeah. They've got in Axel Tuanzebe on loan. So And they still have 100 million from the Grealish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> with us and all, uh, it's worrisome. And uh, perhaps maybe the, the, um, the sale... The money we've sold, uh, Joe Willock, which we expect to be completed uh, by the weekend, we hope they'll they'll spend it somewhere. But if you now look at the net spend of Arsenal in the in the summer, if you it's around thirty, it's a uh, fifty million because oh, yeah. we spent seventy five million, yeah. we've sold twenty five million, yeah. and uh, it seems we also have a a problem in in getting players out. Mm. Same case with Jacques and, but, and but, everything. But, but, but your, your players are shit, bro. Like, who yeah, and, and, and the big problem is... Mm. Uh, no, the, 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 
I was watching actually our preseason game and mm. I was asking my friend how's Siad Kolasinac football? <laughs> no, let alone how's Siad Kolasinac playing for Arsenal. How's that guy a footballer, man? Uh. Um, oh, man, Arsenal, I don't know. Man, they'll send me to an early grave. And the big problem, we, we had a rumor that Jack, irrespective of... Uh, you see, you see um, I think we also have a problem uh. that... Uh, Arsenal fans, the Arsenal fans are attached. They are attached to to fringe players. Like when Jaka was going, so people were asking, "How is he being sold for such money?" Now Jaka is staying. We are as much as Jaka is a good player. I think we must is. You see, personally, I look at it. I'd have preferred for Jaka to go, not for the the amount that Roma was saying, but maybe for twenty plus million pounds. I'd have wanted Jaka to go because I I look at it. Um, if you look at all these other Premier League sides, you look at Matteo Kovacic, you look at Ngolo Kante, look at um, Manchester City, the likes of Gundogan, Rodri. Uh, you look at Liverpool, Thiago Alcantara, Fabinho. You look at all these teams. I mean, are there many teams that Jaka would, as much as he's good, he's also he's. I just don't know. I think we should move on from these fringe players, and um, I'm just hoping because Arsenal need uh, three or four signings mm. before the end of the window, and not just a small side because we need a backup keeper. We are going for a keeper that has been relegated three times. We want to pay thirty million pounds. <laughs> we need a right back. I'm hearing since Bellerin is not going out, mm. they want to extend his. Um, I'm just bewildered by by. Business and I don't know how that club is run. It uh, uh, Arsenal, uh, Arsenal will be the end of me to be quite <laughs> honest. So I, I don't think I'll speak so much about Arsenal. We gave Abameyang huge wages and uh, it's like now the, his form has been out of the window. And uh, anyway, that's that's Arsenal in a nutshell. Anyway, so the league officially starts on Friday, man. And yeah. uh, you you guys Arsenal play the first match. Yeah. But then do you see do you see yourselves finishing in the top four? My heart says yes. Uh. My head says no. And <laughs> I trust my head more than I trust my heart. So I'll say uh, and I'll I'll say no. Mm. But I'll say we'll finish in the top four mm. only if we can get a a quality number ten. Yeah. And possibly if we try and get a, I think a quality number ten, a good central midfielder. Mm. A good right back and a backup goalkeeper. Oh. I won't go. I know people are are all over us spending on a striker. I think um, with a good number ten, mm. Abameyang and Lacazette will perform. And I I don't see the essence of Arsenal signing a striker. We have uh, Fuller in Balogun. Uh, we have uh, Abameyang. We have Lacazette. We have Martinelli. We have Edin Ketia. We've not moved out any of these players. Who can play in that position? So I don't see the essence of Arsenal signing a striker. I think the key areas, if we are to finish in the top four, mm. the good thing with Arsenal is that we don't have um, European commitments. Yeah. So that could work in our favor. Playing in weekend in, weekend out mm. could work in our favor. But only if we can strengthen in in these latter stages of the of the summer transfer window. Only okay. then. Okay, your top four predictions. Our top four predictions for the season. I go first. Number one, of course, the Blues, Chelsea. Yeah. And uh, we are allowed to change this, you know, after after a couple of games. Yeah, yeah we will, we will. <laughs> of course, hey, it's, 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 it's so early in the window. Yeah, yeah it's so early we'll in the window. We'll see how the season transpires. Yeah, my top four predictions. Number one, Chelsea. Two, I'll give Man City. 
and uh, three, I'll give United, then four, I'll give Arsenal. Hey, you you backing Arsenal? Yeah, I'm, I'm backing you guys. Um, personally, I think uh, I I also fancy Chelsea winning the league, and I think it will be it will be a tight battle between Chelsea, Manchester City. Liverpool and United. And Man United. Th- that's, United. that's who I'll go for my like, top four. I don't know. Like, I, I, I do just think don't. You I, see, yeah. before you continue, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't feel Liverpool. Ah, man. Liverpool, uh, I, Liverpool are not in my book. You see, my my reasoning why Liverpool will be up there, uh, they are not coming with the with the um, heavy burden of being like last the season, champions. Being yeah, champions. like last season. Yeah. And since they underperformed last season, mm. I think they'll get on from there. Uh, maybe they haven't replaced uh, Gini Wijnaldum. Mm. And uh, I've seen their fans saying that they already have a ready replacement in Nabi Keita. So we are waiting to see. Keita hasn't been injuries. fit. Yeah, he hasn't yeah. been fit. So we are waiting to see. And uh, hopefully, if they do have a fit team, mm. then Liverpool will go toe-to-toe with uh, any of those teams, uh, any of the best teams around the world. So I fancy Chelsea will win the league. I think City will go second. Uh, Liverpool will go third, and then I think uh, Arsenal or Man United for fourth. And only if Arsenal strengthen towards the latter stages of the window. Mm. And um, uh, Leicester and Tottenham will be just there about. I think the key for 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 Tottenham will mm. be keeping Hurricane. If they do not keep Hurricane. I don't see them contesting anywhere. And if City do sign Hurricane, mm. then I think City Ooh. will will oh, get man. crowned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will get crowned as champions. But um, I think Kane Chelsea, down, with how solid Chelsea are and that they are fixing uh, the attack, I think Chelsea could could well be champions this season again. Mm. Yeah, really. Your relegation teams that you think will go teams that are going for relegation. Yeah, I don't know, but these are but on side. <laughs> <laughs> With Benitez, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It sounds so wild, but yeah. I haven't been impressed with the signings Everton has made. <laughs> with Begovic, Townsend, and uh, Gray, and, and, and Damian Gray, and yeah. then it's still a season. Yeah, last season, guys really overhyped this, this Everton <laughs> side, including me. Yeah, I even posted on my social and I, and I said, yeah. Everton will finish in the top four. Yeah, with uh, Mr. Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah, but after. In the second leg, yeah. ah man, that team was was shit. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I wouldn't want Everton to to go down. Yeah. But hey, man, they are down. one of your candidates for relegation. Yeah, Everton might might go for for relegation. Yeah. And then these new sides, you see, not, the the Norwich team, it has a <laughs> <laughs> it has a tendency of of, of of always coming up. And, and going and going down immediately, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they come up. Yeah. Hmm? So Norwich might also go down. And then uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Hey, but Brentford is good. Yeah, yeah they're a good side. I okay. think they they may stay up. Yeah, they may stay up. Yeah, yeah. I'm really ranking Brentford. Which other team was promoted? We had Brentford. Uh, Brentford. Fulham. Uh, no, Fulham no, went not down. Fulham. We had Brentford. Brentford, Norwich, Norwich, and uh, Watford. And Watford. Yeah. Uh, Watford will go down. <laughs> Watford is, is 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 going down, but one thing I one thing I love about Watford is the fact that you know they've given African players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hey, a man, good platform. Yeah, the yeah. Ismail Asare, Tebo, really, yeah. yeah, and they have I think around five Nigerians yeah, in that side. They really have uh, good personally, players. I think um, Norwich will go down. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I just have that <laughs> feeling. Uh, I think. The reason is being they are adamant in sticking to their philosophy of playing good football. I think in the first season is you first look how to stay up, and that's a solid defense. 
and a little striker who can get you at least 10 goals a season. So Norwich are one of my candidates. Oh. My second one is Southampton. But I'm I'm so I'm worried of Southampton and the the, the second the part of the season mm. those guys I you, you know they were top of the league in November yeah yeah but by after Christmas mm. they were the worst side in the league true they won I think only five games in around twenty something so I fancy Southampton mm. and uh, I'll go for some three other sides that may go down mm. Watford could struggle Crystal Palace could struggle. Mm. And uh, I'll still go for uh, Brentford, but my two candidates, I think Southampton and Norwich, will will go down, yeah. and uh, maybe one of Watford, Crystal Palace, or Brentford. Yeah, man. Anyway, man, guys, there you have it. You know, uh, bro, we said this episode was gonna take fifteen minutes, but yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's anyway, taken longer. It's it's taken longer, but it, it's worth it, man. We had a lot of things to talk about. This being our first episode. And guys, look out for the second episode, the third episode. You know, we'll be doing this weekly. Yeah. You know, just talking about football around the world. And uh, until next time, I've been your host, the Pula La Master. Bless up. Yeah, and I've been uh, Dennis Jagol, Deno Munyewe. And uh, remember to follow us on our social media platforms, at SportsPlugKe, on Twitter, uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, at our site, sportsplugke.co.ke. We have all the stories that are breaking out. Messi going to Paris Saint-Germain, Lukaku going to Chelsea. Keep it sports plug. Yeah, boo! Oh,